Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spill the Tea. I'm your host, T, and today's episode is going to be, once again, segmentized. Up first, we have How Stuff Was Named, If Blank Were People, and for our third segment today, we are going to be adding a brand new one. That is right. It is going to be a little one I like to call Story Time like to build up the suspense there before we get started with today's show i'd like to mention about another podcast i am a co-host on it's called daily debate and it is with me and my aunt where we talk about this or that questions that we oppose on why we think they're our side is better than the other and then we leave it up to you guys to decide who won that day's debate so i'm going to link that in the description of this episode please check that out and leave us a follow thank you for that up first we have how stuff was named the first thing i picked for today is going to be a house that is right it's probably one of the most simple things no one really thinks about though how a house was named like someone didn't just say you big statue house i'm gonna say it was probably Someone built, like, a big box for them to live in, and they were walking down the street, and someone said, how's it going? You know, like, how's it going? And they said, that's a great idea. I'm going to name my big living box a house. Personally, I would probably name it something cooler, like uh, the human recharger, because you go there, you recharge, that's where you get your food your sleep, or like, I don't know, something that rhymes, something catchy, maybe the electric, the electric box, because it has a ton of electricity inside, I really don't know, house is probably a pretty good name for it though, speaking as, like, it's short, it's simple, it's sweet, to the point, I don't know, pretty much, I'd probably stick with house over electric box or human recharger but overall wasn't my decision anyway our next item for how stuff was named is going to be a puppet that's right just a normal you know we all probably made like a sock puppet put eyes on it you know it's basically you can turn a sock into a sock puppet by just sticking eyes on it and giving it a name like oh this is jeffrey no nope Eric, that your missing sock has been missing from the wash for three weeks. You're wearing the other one right now. Why didn't you just... Sorry, I'm getting off topic. I'm just... (laughs) Anyway, puppet. So, I'm thinking the word puppet probably came from... I know there were, like, puppets and stuff in, like, ancient... Not, like, ancient days, but, like, the old-fashioned times with castles and kings and queens. And that was, like, a really common form of government and stuff because i know that was like a very big interest like that's how they got entertainment it wasn't you didn't have any of this technology we have nowadays so i'm thinking puppet was probably some ancient scroll writer who came up with the idea uh they just wanted a cool little name because the ancient scroll writer demetrius He's just so quirky, he wanted to name it Puppet instead of Sock Face. Sock Face. Yep. You know. Uh, Probably, I was going to say, I think that 
puppets probably were like creepier back in the day like you know how they have like the ventriloquist stuff going on back then i feel like they they got a lot better and they basically become extinct now nobody really goes or like has a puppet theater i remember when i was younger we had a little box with like a curtain on it we called it our puppet theater and we had like all these puppets and they were freaky like the eyes they were just buttons and it was like they were always watching you and i know it's like sounds weird they were scary and we had these like little other ones these little puppets which i'm yeah i don't know we had these other little puppets like on a stick and you could move there was like a knob in the back you move to make their mouth move so that was pretty cool i thought those are run. That's probably what inspired me to do puppets for today's show. All right. It looks like that's going to conclude that segment. Up next, we have If Blank Were People. Up first on If Blank Were People, we have Polaroid cameras. Yep, sounds pretty boring. Some people have them. The little aesthetic TikTok girls out there, you know who you are. You're probably listening like, oh, it's not me. It is you. Yeah. Alright, Polaroids, they're going to be the aesthetic queens of TikTok. They know who likes who, they have pictures of who did what when, and probably have a little Sharpie in their little purse to write what happened when they have their, like, Polaroid out, taking pictures and stuff. And they also are, like, the aesthetic queens with the uh, cork board in their bedroom with, like, tacked on the uh on the board the pictures of all their besties and all the people they don't like or pictures on a dartboard behind that uh <laughs> cork board with all the stuff on and they got like the little tube lights and they got it all going on and they were the first people to get led strips in their bedroom because that's a cool thing to do now and they were the ones who started it they're also the type of people who think that everything is their business and this is kind of going back into what uh me and my aunt talked about in the last episode with the like elephant they always think everything is their business but uh when they have something that they want to keep to themselves air quotes there they tell everyone because oh it's just so quirky to have a secret that got out and oh it's just so cool to have drama with your best friend because she told everybody that you like joshua what (laughs) i don't know I don't know why these people like this do this, but they think they're cool. They're some of the people who, nice to everybody, behind their backs are mean, suck up to the teachers, but they're not like the quote, quote, teacher's pet because they don't want to be seen as an outcast in society and school. They're like the type of people who they think everyone likes them. Nobody does, but nobody's going to say anything because they got everybody wrapped around their finger She can take her little Polaroid out, snap a picture of what you did. Take. She's also the type of person to take screenshots of everything you say, just so she has enough proof to say stuff to everyone, like about what you said. And even if it's not bad, she's gonna twist it in a way. Man, these Polaroids, disgusting, disgusting. Up next on if blank were people, we're going to be talking about keyboards. Yep. That's right. Not like Chromebook keyboards or computer keyboards. We're going to be talking about uh, electronic piano type keyboards. These type of people are, you know, the people who take all these music lessons and stuff and do it 
for themselves to start, but then they actually get good and, like, show their friends and stuff, and they're the type of, they're, like, really nice people who try to inspire you to be a better you by showing you what you could be with them. So, like, they'll show you how good they are, and it'll make you want to be a better person with you. And I'm only getting this vibe because keyboards are kind of, like, modern and aesthetic, and they haven't, they don't, like, not a lot of people use them, so I feel like they're type of underrated, like, people who are really nice to everybody, but nobody really, like, talks about them. Like, everybody likes them, but they're not popular, even if they deserve to be. And these type of people also have every now and then they got that sour note of a day and that's when they get their popularity time. They've been nice to everybody. It's been almost all year. Screw up right at the end and everybody talks about them going into summer and they get outcasted. And that is really not what you want here. It's like probably one of the worst feelings when you know you had everybody and they weren't, they're not, like, these keyboard-type people are also the ones to start, like, high school bands that aren't, they're, like, kind of, they're well-known. They're not, like, corny high school bands. They're, like, actually good at stuff. And I know some of these type of people, and they're really nice. They're really good people to be around, and they just make everybody in the room feel good and every now and then when they get that sassy remark off you know it's really funny because you can tell they're joking and they're never like that sassy and it's just a great time you gotta find some of these type of people to put in your life they're just some of the best people you're ever ever gonna meet that concludes the if blank were people segment up next, we have our brand new segment here on Spill the Tea, Storytime. I'm going to kick this story time off with a question. What is the scariest thing someone driving a car you are in has ever said? It doesn't have to be to you. It could be to themselves. But what is the scariest thing that they've ever said? I have a story about this, surprisingly. I know. So, I had a baseball game I do baseball I had a baseball game last week and it was about mm, 30 35 minutes from my house okay so it's not like so far where it's like you have to drive and then your legs get all cramped and stuff but it's also not like 10 minutes down the road they're your rival neighbor team so we were driving we got there we ate at Sewell Boy you know great so we got there, we went to that Sewell boy right there, and uh, we got there, it was fine, Subway was great, Then we went up, we turned, got into the place, we played our game, and it was all, it was a great game too, <laughs> not for the other team, we like 10 run them, but it was, it was great, it was really fun, I had a really good time, and so, game was over, uh, before going to the car, me and my grandpa, we were just talking about the game, like, talking about uh, how I originally thought that the team we were going to play was supposed to be really good. They weren't, obviously. We 10-run them. But, so we were talking about that for a little bit. And so then we we go. Uh, it was, like, on a hill. We go down. 
we walk down the hill, I walk down the steps, we go down, and we get into the car, we start to pull out, and I, I was on my grandpa's phone on the way home, I don't have one, obviously, but I was on it on the way home, and, um, we're going, and this is where that question I asked you guys, right at the beginning comes into play, so we're driving, and I... Don't, we don't really know this place very well. Like I said, it was like 30 minutes away, but it wasn't like a customary 30 minutes. Like, you know how you have those places. They take a long time to get you there, but like, you know how to get there and you, you'll know and you'll be fine. You'll get there. So we were going, we didn't know much of this place, like I said, and we were going, we hit a couple lights. It was all good. And then we start going these back roads okay that's fine so we're on these back roads and then my grandpa says this we were at this fork in the road and my grandpa says this really scary thing he's like "Uh uh-oh looks like i gotta make a decision i got so scared i was literally in the car like i could have put on the gps if i knew we didn't know where we were going he didn't tell me anything so, I wasn't on the GPS. He's like, looks like i got to make a decision. So, before I get the GPS up, he turns us, uh, one of the, I think it was left. He turns us left, and he, uh, we go, we go down that road. It was fine. I could put the GPS on, and, uh, we get there. We end up getting home, obviously, because I'm here. But it was, like, really scary. Like, it was like I was on a game show, and... The wheel just kept spinning and spinning, and it never really stopped, and I never really knew if I was going to get home because there were, like, multiple of these decisions we were going to have to make. Like, uh uh-oh, fork in the road. Do you want to go left towards the dragon, or do you want to go toward the farm? I felt like we were in one of those choose-your-own-adventure books, and we just kept taking the roads, and we ended up actually getting there, obviously. I was super relieved at this point because I never really knew if we were going to end up making it. Thank goodness we did. Honestly, good for him. Picking us, taking us the right way. Thank you for picking the right adventure. And thank you for helping us survive that. That it concludes our Storytime podcast and our show. Thank you for listening today, folks. Sorry I haven't uploaded in a while. Life got in the way. But I stuck it out here again. See you next time. Bye-bye.